are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Life Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Marked by God is the title of this devotion. You know, when you read especially the book of Ezekiel and Jeremiah, you see that time when Israel went into Babylon for some 70 years. God marked those, and you read that, it says it, that the angel was to go and put a mark on all of those whom God had set apart to be able to live because they had not loved what is wrong, but they had loved God, and God honored them by marking them as his own. And they were preserved through all of that time of trial, Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, as we know them. And uh, you read there in the book of Daniel, these were ones that came to Babylon and they had been marked by God. And you can see if you look at their lives, what the mark looked like. How when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego heard the sound of the many instruments and everybody began to worship the, 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 the statue that Nebuchadnezzar had set up in the Valley of Durham, they would not bow like everybody else. And they were then cast into the fiery furnace because they wouldn't bow. But you could see how the mark of God identified them as those who belonged to him and thereby also were kept by him so that the fire could not burn them. And God used them as a great witness. Daniel was cast into the lion's den and so forth. And all of this because these men were marked by God. So I personally think it is extremely important that you and I know what it means to be marked by God, not only in what we receive from Him, but what we give to Him. And Jesus was marked by God. And he gives a good example to you and me of what it means to be marked by God. If I read with you here in John chapter 1, starting at verse 29, and the next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and said to him, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. That's a pretty heavy-duty mark. This is he of whom I said after me comes a man who is preferred before me. For he was before me. I did not know him, but that he should be revealed to Israel. Therefore I came baptizing with water. And John bore witness, saying, I saw the Spirit descending from heaven like a dove and remained upon him. I did not know him, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, Upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining on him, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and testified that this is the Son of God. John was given by the Holy Spirit to see the mark upon the life of Jesus. What was the mark? The Heavenly Father Himself bearing witness that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. 
by giving the Holy Spirit and by speaking, you are my son, in you I'm well pleased. And Jesus says in John chapter 5, just a few pages further, Jesus says there in verse 31, If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. There's another who bears witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnesses of me is true. You see, Jesus bore the mark upon him that the heavenly Father himself bore witness of him. And the Bible says in 1 John chapter 5, verse 9, that whoever has received the witness that the Father has borne of his Son has the witness in himself. It says it. I'll read it to you. I'll find it real quick because some of you may want to look that up. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater, for this is the witness of God, which he has testified of his Son. He who believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. It says it there in verse 10 of 1 John chapter 5. You bear this mark in you. You bear it in you. And it's not just hidden away in human flesh. No, it comes out of you in the way that you live and think and talk and act and react. It's the witness that you belong to God. That's the mark. You have the witness of God in you. Like Jesus said, it is the Father himself who sent me who bears witness of me. It's the Father. That's what he says here in verse 37 of John 5. It says, the Father himself who sent me has testified of me. Jesus bore the witness of God, the mark of God upon his life. And John, the Baptist, who was sent before him to prepare the way, was given by God the ability to see it. And he says, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He is the one who will baptize us with the Holy Spirit. He was before me. He is preferred before me. He is greater than I. I'm not worthy to bear, his, to bear his sandals. He is the Son of God. You read that in chapter 3 of John. Oh my goodness, I'm so grateful that John was a burning flame to bear witness of the truth. He could see the mark of God on Jesus. Now go with me to Romans chapter 8, verse 14, okay? Romans 8, verse 14. What is the mark of God upon my life, Pastor? What is the mark? How am I identified by God that I am His, that I belong to Him? Okay, look at this. Romans 8, verse 14. As many as are led by the Holy Spirit of God, these are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. The Spirit, God's Holy Spirit himself, bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. That is the mark. That is the mark. And the Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 12, I'll read that from the Amplified. So that we who first hoped in Christ, who first put our confidence in Him, have been destined to 
uh, destined and appointed to live for the praise of his glory again so that we who first hoped in Christ, who first put our confidence in him, have been destined and appointed to live for the praise of his glory. In him you also have, in him you also who have heard the word of truth, the glad tiding gospel of your salvation, and have believed in and adhered to and relied on him, were stamped with the seal of the long-promised Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the guarantee of our inheritance, the first fruits, the pledge, the foretaste, the down payment of our inheritance in anticipation of the full redemption and our acquired complete possession of it to the praise of His glory. The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God in us and on us is the mark that God has given that we belong to him. And Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 16, I will pray the Father for another comforter who will abide with you forever. He now is with you, but he will be in you. And all will see when he's in you that as I am in the Father and the Father in me, so I am in you. Oh, how I am so grateful, dear friends, that God marks us as his own. In Ephesians 4 verse 30, it says, Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Do not offend or vex or sadden him by whom you were sealed, marked, branded as God's own, secured for the day of redemption, the final deliverance through Christ from even the consequence of sin. Do not grieve him. You see, here in Ephesians 4, starting at verse 29, he shows that when we take on the vocabulary of those who do not fear God, and we begin to have profane ways of talking and where we lower our standards by entertainment that defiles our conscience because it's unclean, it's unholy, it's unrighteous, it's evil in God's sight, that that grieves the Holy Spirit by which we are marked. I mean, let me, let me just go ahead and read it to you here. Let no foul or polluting language nor evil word nor unwholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others or as is fitting to the need or the occasion that it may be a blessing and give grace, give God's favor to those who hear it. Don't grieve the Holy Spirit of God or offend facts or sadden him by whom you were marked as belonging to God. Therefore, let no bitterness, indignation, wrath, passion, rage, bad temper, resentment, anger, animosity, quarreling, brawling, glamour, contention, slander, evil speaking, abusive, blasphemous language be banished from you with all malice, ill will, and baseness of any kind. Be useful, helpful, kind to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, loving-hearted, forgiving one another readily and freely, as God in Christ also forgave you. Do you see? 
do you see, dear friends? Don't let the mark of God upon your life be something that you take for granted, be something that you're indifferent about. It's like you have this treasure that sets you apart unto God, that makes you holy, acceptable, and well-pleasing in His sight. And you act like it's worthless and nothing. No, my friends, never, never. I like wearing a wedding ring. I do. This coming April the 13th, 2023, Virginia and I will be celebrating our 40th wedding anniversary. And I like wearing my wedding ring. And I don't mean to be unkind to you if you, if you didn't think it was important to wear one, but I like to wear it for myself, for myself. I'm, I'm one with Virginia. She is the love of my youth. She is the joy of my heart. She's precious in God's sight, so I will treat her such. She has been entrusted to me to love her with the love with which Christ loved the church and gave himself for it, Ephesians 5, 25. And, and I like wearing that ring. You see the mark, you get the point. And to me, it's very meaningful. It's very meaningful. I don't ever take it off. I'm not religious about it. I just value it. And it's just a simple little earthly example incomparable to the treasure of having the holy of holy of holy spirit of my living father mark me as belonging to him and to act like that means nothing by my behavior by my talking my acting reacting no my friends no my friends have you ever had to repent pastor robert Oh, I've had to repent. I've had to repent, folks. And I am grateful that the Heavenly Father in His forbearance and long-sufferance, according to Romans 2, verse 4, has always led me back to that tender heart where I value and honor the mark that He's given me, that I am His, and to not take it for granting, granted by behaving in a way that dishonors it. So I pray to you, let your heart stay tender. Let your conscience stay tender and sensitive to live worthy of the mark by which the Father has marked you as belonging to Him and love Him and love those around you in His name and bless those, even those who curse you and love those, even those who hate you and pray for those, even those who cause you pain and hurt. Don't take on the pain and hurt and give likewise. That's not the love of our Father, the opposite. You give love when you receive hate. You give blessings when you receive cursing. You give goodness when you receive pain. And you will see your heavenly Father will stand up for you and will fight for you and help you through in everything you're going through. Amen. Have a good day.